at Bertha Charuma One on Twitter. Oh, what an honor. What an honor. This is the segment for legends, South African legends. We get to celebrate them right here on uh, the Chill Zone on SAFM. And I will be, I'm joined online. We speak to a seasoned actress or actor, whichever way you want to put it, inspirational speaker. She's a grandmother. Uh, she's a feminist in our first South African legends. Well, this is not our first per se, uh, but she was supposed to, but she's still our first. Uh, someone we all grew up watching on television and who has a lot of clout in the entertainment industry. That's Dr. Lillian Dube, diagnosed with breast cancer and is now a cancer ambassador for um, who inspires cancer patients. And this evening, she's talking about her career, her fighting cancer, her being a grandmother, her life in general. And she is such an inspiration for anybody who is in the arts. I mean, she's been at it for the longest time, and she has an amazing staying power. Good evening and welcome to SAFM. How much do you want? Everything. <laughs> you know, I had to cancel uh, my trip to London for the coronation just to be with you. Wow. But we can... I was invited. But we, 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 we can always go afterwards. We'll catch the latest, the, la the later flight. <laughs> Let's catch the later flight. I'll explain to the queen. <laughs> yes, my darling. You are a veteran actress and... I, look, we've watched you, you know, for years, for decades. And what I love mm. the most about you is your honesty and your simplicity. And, you know, you, you just say it as it is. Let's talk about your career, the beginning. What was that like? Hi, man. It's boring, man. I've been saying this every day. I know. Were you not listening? I, en I, I envy Somizi mm -mm. because I, I saw you having a chat with Somizi and I thought, oh, he bit me to it to get all the juicy stuff that you've never spoken about. Ah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> so my efforts are a lot let's, cause. Let's, let's talk about decent things. Yes, what do you want to know? My, effort, my <laughs> efforts are a lost cause. <laughs> because you, you triggered this particular show. After watching uh, quite a number of legends being spoken to, I thought to myself, we ought to celebrate, you know, our legends whilst they are still living. But anyway, I would like to know some of the stuff that we've never heard about, the untalked about. It doesn't have to be juicy. It doesn't have to be, you know, but I'm sure there's information that you've never spilled up to this date? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. How are you, my baby? I'm wonderful. I must say I'm very grateful that you still make me relevant. You still remember me because as you grow older, people forget about you. That's true. So it's nice to be talking to you. I don't know where to start without boring the listeners because I'm sure they've heard it over and over again. I'm a girl who was born in Orlando East, but my parents came from Lesotho. My father was a miner and my mother was a domestic there. Same story of most uh, blacks. But the amazing, amazing thing, sweetheart, is that I didn't know why we went to school. All I knew was that you go to school to declare a hiding. 
as a result, I never stayed long in school. And, and I don't regret, but sometimes I wish I had stayed. But the nice thing is that even though I left early in school, I'm always a student. I learn from other people because the world is a university. So just because you left school early doesn't mean that's where it ends. Yeah, yeah. But mm. you are 72, and like you said... Hi, hi, hi. Oh, okay. You don't know me. Sorry. I, I am I, 77. I take, I take that back. I take it back. Ha, you're, just because <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> but the relevance, <laughs> you, you've had this staying power. What has been the recipe? I love life. I'm very grateful to be alive. And I love people. And I must say, they love me back. Okay. I, I, I love people. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You know, you can take me anywhere as long as there are people. I'm happy. Mm, mm. I'm able to hold a conversation with anybody. Someone said to me, Mom Lillian, you are so ordinary. And I thought that was sweet. It's nice to be ordinary. Okay, it works. It works for me, sweetheart. And you've done some good work. I mean, in 2007, you, you, you survived a series, you know, a battle with cancer. And it escalated to you, you know, being part of a community involvement in raising awareness uh, through celebrities for good causes, where you galvanize celebrities from the arts, sports and other fields, which is an absolutely good deed. What did that feel like when you were told that this is the scenario? You have cancer. Do you know, my darling, I'm, I must always mention Soul City. It was through Soul City. You remember I used to play Sister Bettina? Yes. And my character as Sister Bettina had cancer. And you know how the directors will tell you to be emotional and cry. As a result, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I didn't cry. And you will not believe this. Because of Soul City, I diagnosed my own cancer. I was taking a bath and I realized that the other breast was bigger. All right, breasts are, are, are not the same size anyway, but you know it was too much pronounced. And I touched my breast and I felt a little something. It's a lump, but when you say a lump, people think of an apple. It's just a little thing like a peanut. So... The very following day, I went for mammogram. And because of Soul City, I was in the habit of going for yearly mammogram. So when I went for my mammogram, I was told, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Just as I was getting out, uh, a young radiographer said to me, please come back, mama. Uh, the, 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 there was a little dot last year on your x-rays, the importance of yearly mammograms, because she was able then to compare that little dot with the present one then. And I said, which breast? And she said, the right breast. So I knew. And then they did a biopsy where they inject you with four long needles and they ask you to stay still. And I just giggled because really, they can't be serious. And Wanaka, one of the things that made me create awareness is because on the same breast, 
years before I was diagnosed, I used to have a discharge. I went for mammogram, they said I was clear. If I knew what I know now, I could have insisted on them taking a biopsy. Uh. Because eventually it was confirmed that I've got cancer. And I was so scared. I thought I was going to die. And I started bargaining with God to say, please, God, don't take me. And I will create awareness. And I was in a very fortunate position because uh, the community at the SABC and Soul City, everyone prayed for me. And I just said, God, please show the people that you are a listening and merciful God. And when I went for my surgery, I just knew I was going to make it. Whereas I, I, I had been really fearful. I don't know when to lie. I realized at that time when I was about, because I thought cancer was a death sentence. At that time, I realized that I haven't done anything that is meaningful that I'm going to leave behind. Okay, I'd been on Soul City and other shows, but I wanted to leave a legacy and something meaningful that people can hold on to. And cancer became that thing for me. Yeah, yeah. And your relationship with Mary Twala, you were best friends. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're saying it now. <laughs> I don't know whether we were friends. <laughs> oh, I loved Mary Sweetheart. I loved Mary so much. I'm trying to explain that it's not like Mary used to visit me or I. When she had a, a, a do at a place, like if there was any ceremony or her birthday, she would make sure that I'm there. And can you believe that Mary and me both come from Orlando uh, East, the same street? Where next Mary to the... was such ne in Orlando East. Uh-huh. Yes, we were both born in Orlando East, Mbani Street. And you won't believe it. I saw Mary on one of Gibson Kent's shows. How long? At that time, I didn't even think I was going to be an actor. I just loved her. I just loved her performance. Because it didn't look like she was doing a script. Oh, she was good. And when I wanted to join them at DOCC and they were rehearsing, I saw Gibson Kent uh, uh, beating other actors and I thought, ah, this is not for me. The reason I left school is because I didn't want to be beaten. I can't then at my age be, go and be beaten uh, wanting to act. So I forgot all about it until the advent of television. Wow. And mm. as a grandmother and as a mom, you are hilarious. You laugh a lot. How was <clears> it? <throat> how was it to actually raise, especially your son, and being a serious mom and for him to take you seriously or your children in generally to take you seriously when you're an actress? I only, uh, yeah, I only have one son and that very one son because then I was working for Greater Men's. I don't know if you know Greater Men's, but if, uh, uh, Greater Men's was like the flagship, like both starter forts and all that. And it was the greatest honor to work there. So I used to love listening to LM radio. They played beautiful music. And each time I come from work, my son will have uh, tuned into Sesutu radio and we used to have big fights about that. And he said to me, Mama, you are missing out. They've got auditions in Auckland Park. 
for actors. I said to him, why would I want that when I've got a job? He said to me, because whenever I go to the movies, he was 12 then, the people that are acting in movies are just like you or you are like them. And to make my son happy, he told me that I must go and fetch a script. I went, fetched a script, and he helped me memorize, and um, the rest is history. I've never looked back. And let's just let's, let's let our listeners know that I'm, to, I'm talking to Dr. Lillian Dube um, right here on SAFM. Dr. Ikamanga Lillian Dube. <laughs> 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 you're, you're, you're going to make me lose my job because I'm about to lose my cool. I'm supposed to be very serious. <laughs> <and strict here. laughs> do you know? Do you know that? Uh, give me this moment to boast. Do you know that I've got a national order of Lesotho and a national order of South Africa, and I'm also a doctor. How cool is that? It is so cool. And yeah, the, man. Th- that's what. That's what. That's what makes you a legend. Plus, no, I, I am grateful and I'm humbled, my darling. You are in a category of your own. So, exp- there's something that I've always wanted to ask. You know, sometimes it's always important to ask those that have walked the walk. How do you view our younger generation that are in the same industry and the way they are today? Do you think they will have the same staying power? Hey, that's a difficult one, my sweetheart, because it is amazing. For us, it wasn't easy, but it was all about passion. And we were never called celebrities. We were actors just loving what we do. And we didn't see ourselves as better than the next person. So I don't know. I don't know, really. Today, I look at things also... If you watch everything on TV today, during our days, you could sit with your mom, dad, grandparents and watch television. There was nothing to be embarrassed about. Today, show sex, drugs, bully. That's what sells. That is what they call uh, entertainment value. So, you know, when you are as old as I am, you don't want to judge because... Yeah, life moves on, Akir. Yeah. Yeah, what worked uh, in our time is not working today. I mean, even if you, you, you write something really beautiful, the SABC will ask you where is the entertainment power, and then you ask yourself, drugs, uh, uh, the, the killings, is that entertainment? Mm. Yeah. yeah, but what can we say? What can we say? Let's take a small break and we'll come back and continue with our conversation. I am talking to Dr. Lillian Dube and she also established a casting company and uh, casting agency in Johannesburg. Nurtures the talents of young people, encourages them to chase their dreams. In 2014, was honored with, of course, uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Theatre Guild and starred in a, uh, Curl Up um, and Die, a theatre production that uh, toured Scotland and Germany uh, in 2009. Look, you can tell just by the the zest in her voice there is still serious life there when we get back we continue and don't forget to use our uh, communication line our whatsapp line which is 061 410 
0614107 when we get back. Yeah, evening SAFM. I'll see Lillian since you are 27. You know, I'm single, I'm available. If you are not taken, I'm available. We love you so much. Lisa from Brixton. <laughs> you are available to do what? You opened a can of worms. <laughs> you want to be a nurse. Remember, I'm an old woman now. I'm sure, he, I'm, sure, I'm sure he wouldn't mind nursing you. Yo, I'm, sure I'm a handful. Sure. <laughs> With all my ailments, I'm a handful. So, yes, my angel. So let's come back to our conversation. Uh, who has been your anchor in your, um, in your career? My mother. And why? Because... When I completely joined Showbiz, I was working for Edgar Zrenbeck. It used to be very posh. Remember, I said greater means now. This time I was working for um, Edgar Zrenbeck and I was loved. And uh, I, I wasn't sure whether to stop and go into acting. So I said to my mother, this is what I want to do. Amazing. My, my mother, who was not an actress, like I said, she was a domestic servant, said, go for it. But I was scared. You know, when you start something new, I was used to uh, um, monthly uh, wages. And my mother said, you know what, we'll sell old clothes. We'll survive on the days that you are not acting. But now the funny part is, even though she was the one <laughs> who encouraged me after my son, I took care. I was so happy when you mentioned Kalapandai. It's amazing how we forget these things. I took care to uh, Louis Porter. What is that theater man? I used the Black Sun. I, I took care for the opening of Kalapandai. And after we performed, she says, Where do these people work? I said to Mama, <laughs> We've just worked in front of you. And she said, I just saw a bunch of loafers and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you got your humor from your mom. I think so, though. My mother was very subtle. Remember? No, I shouldn't say remember. I sound like a politician. My mother was a nun. So you can't remember because I never told you that. My mother was a nun in Lesotho and my father eloped with her. So she was kind of still like a nun in the nunnery. Very strict. That's why I'm so naughty. Okay. And what did your father do for a living? As my, I told you, Helen, when I, I told you my father was a miner, as working in the mines no, before you... Kwedamantash. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what we know. <laughs> yeah. So he, he eloped with your mother. Jumped fences. I used to visit the the, the, the the convent in Leribe to see the old nuns who used to be uh, uh, novices with my mom. And they were telling me how my father put them in trouble because he would jump fences to come and see my mom and eventually eloped with her, which I think was brilliant because you wouldn't be knowing me. I wouldn't be here if they hadn't done that. A whole nun. A whole nun. She was pretty. Wow. <laughs> and she could sing. 
So also, you know, when you are young, like me, I was at Ingamana in Flyhead. When you see nuns, because those days, they used to be so pretty and looked so holy. And you are a child, you, are, you, you want to be like them. So I'm saying it was a good thing because maybe my mother was also just impressed by them and wanted to be one of them. But the thing is, she still kept the religion and she was still upright, even though she had left being a nun. She never parted with religion. And to, do, to this day, I still go to church. That's good. That's good. Do you see? Mm. Do you see any of your offsprings, that is maybe your grandchildren, taking after you? I've got a grandchild who is a lawyer, and I'm glad she is because she is an actress in her own right. She's taking after me. Her sense of humor, everything. And the second-born grandson is acting in Nikiwe. And the third one is also a little boy of twelve. That's me, me. You don't know how proud I am of my grandchildren. The three of them have a lot of me. We love life. We love people. We love laughing. And the nice thing is, like you know me, you said you want my, we love my honesty. I'm honest with my grandchildren. The things I talk to you about, I talk to, uh, to my grandchildren because sometimes we, like a priest, we preach to other people and forget our own children. With my grandchildren, if I die and you say something about me, which people never heard about, they'll never be embarrassed because they know already. Mm-hmm. So coming back mm. to your career, have you ever been fired on the job? I've always been fired, but not in showbiz. But there's one job which was paying so well because I couldn't speak English well. I lost it and I was so embarrassed because there were lots of people. I was... <laughs> you won't believe Mwanaka or if you haven't done English. I could hardly bring myself to say Omo. I used to say Omo. And I couldn't understand when someone said, oh, more. But because I love learning, I've learned that now. Yeah, yeah, I was I was once fired. Mm. It was embarrassing. I've got a voice, a voice note. I think let's take the voice note. Mm. Uh, good evening, Betha, and good evening to a legendary Dr. Lillian Dube. What a, a legend you have in the studio tonight. You amazing actor very talented multi-talented actress when i see her i see oh like a google lydia mohokoloshi i don't know whether they did uh, acting together or, or, or they have a chance to sit together and have a chat about uh, developing the young up-and-coming actress Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I was very fortunate to have worked with Lydia. What a lovely, lovely human being. We both share a star. We are Libras and we got on well together. And I still call her on her birthday because uh, she's old now, but still has life in herself because she's just lovely. Mm-hmm. And this one... Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to ask you this one from a, from a parental uh, aspect. 
if for hypothetically your granddaughter were to decide to live with someone and not marry, what would be your take on it? I would be so happy. I'd sing hallelujah. Okay, you surprised me there. Why? I don't know. I suppose I think you know, my sweetheart. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something about marriage. Do you know we got marriage married for the wrong reasons? You know, they used to look at your age and call you Zenda Zamshia Lefetwa as if marriage was a prize or something. And also you were taught to do Tanyalwakiman. Whatever you were doing, it was all about doing it for a man. So if my granddaughter decides to stay with a, a boyfriend, as long as they love each other, I'm fine with it. Marriage is very beautiful, don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I once had an affair with a guy for 14 years. We were only married for three months. It was over. <laughs> we spoiled it by getting married. You should have stayed like Oprah and Stedman. Now, That's the best, sweetheart. That's in, the best. In closing, your best work ever. What has been your best work ever? What do you consider to be your best work? Mupeme. Sure. Because I knew the writer. I used to go to school with the writer's children. And the role that I played of Baratang, when I was, it was shown that old lady was still alive and she couldn't watch it. She couldn't, the grandchildren told me. And also because I am a Mosoto, most of the things I did were either in Zulu and other languages. I took pride and I gave it my all. And I even said to myself, if I never ever act again, I, I, I have done my best. Also, I won an award for best actress. It was the first time that a black and white people were sharing awards. In the past, there were awards for blacks and awards for white. And I won against the most beautiful uh, uh, performers of Oknis Nokni, a lot of talented white actors, and but Mopeme just stood out. Wow. Dr. Lillian, mm -hmm. it's been an amazing, amazing, amazing evening. I, I could go on talking to you right up until the end of the show, which is... Which it was is too short, me. I know it was very short. <laughs> Maybe we, should, we ought but to have I really a appreciate. Down. I appreciate I really it appreciate. I, I really... I, I, I thank you, my baby. God bless you. You're such a lovely person. God bless you too. But your words of wisdom in your exit. Hey, live your life. Finish and clear. Sweet and short. Thank Be you. you. Mm. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank Good you. Good night, so my baby. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dr. Thank Lili you. Dr. Lillian Dubé right here on SAFM. I mean, these are legends we ought to celebrate on a daily basis and not wait when it's too late. Um, it's been an absolute honor talking to her and, you know, getting some of uh, some of the info that we never really get to talk about. I mean, in 2017, she was awarded an honorary doctorate in drama and film, pro film production at the Tswane University of Technology. It's like you could just ask all these universities just to give her a PhD for her work because it's been really a lifetime. It's two minutes after 10.